0: the Nuts. Hey everyone, it's These Nuts. We are absolutely nuts about all things real estate. Whether you're buying, selling, or borrowing, we cover the topics that matter to you and even the ones you didn't know you needed to be concerned with. We are your hosts, Shane Hollenbach, nationally recognized mortgage lender, and Jason Critton, one of the highest ranked realtors in all of Arizona. Jason, why does that matter? Well, because we have some advice, we have some experience, and we believe you should pay attention. And do we have any promises? We do. We'll keep it short and sweet. We'll pump out quality daily content covering real estate questions you've been dying to ask for about selling a home, buying a home, or how to get finance. You have questions? We have answers. Folks, we are back with another episode of These Real Estate Nuts. Today, we're going to talk about what happens when your appraisal comes in Low, and so I guess this could come from a seller and a buyer point of view. Seller and now,
1: buyer, lender and realtor. there's, there's going to be some conversation today. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Uh, what happens when an appraisal comes <laughs> in low? <laughs> I, was gonna, I was just going to say, Jason, are you, you so going to ask happens? me? Okay, um, no, it does, doesn't
0: matter. I mean, it's, it's, where do we want to start? All right, well, let's start with uh, seller side. Yep. Okay, because I represent a lot of sellers. Uh, what happens when an appraisal comes in low? Well, first of all, when I meet with my sellers, I'm going to pull what we call comps or comparable listings. And I determined years ago that I don't care what I think a house is worth. and I don't care what my seller thinks. I want to know what does an appraiser think this house is worth because we could list at 500, get a guy to shake our hand at 500 and an appraiser comes in and says it's worth 475. And guess what? We have problems, right? Yes. And so, um, I meet with appraisers, talk to them once every six to 12 months and just say, Hey, any rules change, anything, you know, what am I looking for? And, uh, you know, when you guys are coming out, what do what you, how are you determining value? And, uh, and then that's how I, sh- I, sh- I coach my sellers based off of this information. This is what I believe we should list it at because I feel very confident that's what an appraiser will arrive at. Yeah. Um, if it's a cash deal, they don't need an appraisal and they can pay whatever they want, but that's a, a very small segment of. And typically the cash people want a deal. Cash is king. They usually want to come in with a little bit of a deal. So, yeah. um, and so, yeah, they typically don't overpay for properties anyway. Yeah, It yeah. uh, can't can happen, but but not typically. So when I represent a seller I and we at a certain price, I'm fairly confident that we're probably going to get that price or close to it and it's going to appraise. I don't have yeah. a lot of concerns, but I do coach them because you do have some sellers that say, I think my house is worth just a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Can we push it just a little bit more? There's a couple of keywords there. Think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's my feeling i feel like zillow says it's worth more so in those cases and by the way i will always admit uh i could be wrong so i say here's all the data i think your house based off that data is worth 375. they say man i really i'd really like to get like 385. okay well that's not way crazy that's not way out of the ballpark so now it's always just say look this is my opinion i could be wrong I'd be, I'd be happy to be wrong. I, yes. If we list at 385, got 385 and appraised for 385, I'd be happy to say, hey, man, I was wrong. Uh, I don't think I am, and I'm usually proven right. But And so I'll coach them through that. Let's All right, let's list it at 385. Let's see what happens. We sell it, and I just tell them, just because we got 385 doesn't mean we get 385. Okay? 385. Yeah. The appraiser still has to come in and, uh, and confirm it. Now, I'm going to put together the best possible appraisal packet I can to deliver to an appraiser to kind of support our case. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, these guys aren't dumb. And in fact, they're more educated on, you know, the ins and outs, the little nuances, the, yeah. the small, like how much whatever is worth, like little tiny things. And uh, so they're going to arrive at at, at a, a Their very opinion. good opinion. Yep. And, um, and so I just coach the seller to be ready for that. If it does come in low, here are your options. So the way that our contract works here in Arizona is uh, it basically states that I can't, as a seller, I can't force them to pay what they offered. So in other words, it, we, they offered 385, it came in at 375. I can't f- legally force them to pay 385. At the same time, they can't legally force me to sell it to them for 375. Yes. So what does that mean? Got to make a deal. Got to make a right? deal. Got to make a deal. So if we can't make a deal, then... Then, then we have no deal. Then we just walk on the yeah. deal as a whole. Um, yep. uh, there's multiple options. I could say as a seller, all right, well, I want you to come in with 10 grand out of pocket, pay the difference. Yep. Some people will do that. Some people won't. I'd say some people will. Most people won't. Yeah. Most people say, they'll cry poor. I don't have the money. Yep. Physically can't do it. Uh, next step. All right. Well, why don't we split the difference? Let's both get punched in the gut here. You give me five grand, I drop five grand. Yep. Again, some people will. Most people say, I don't have any money. Um. And then the last resort would just be straight up, I'm going to have to drop the price. Um. But you And you could negotiate other stuff. You could say, hey, look, I was going to give you closing costs. How about we get rid of that? I'll drop this. Or, yeah whatever right there's different negotiations but the, at the end of the day there's there's one more what's that is the re, is the reconsideration yeah because a lot
1: of times uh, we haven't really had that many appraisals come in low but when they that, do the yes. first thing that we'll go look at is we'll go look at the comps yeah and sometimes they're using the same comps but oh, what if they're making adjustments I that see. are you're saying to go to the appraiser and ask them to relook at it yeah yeah which, which we're going to get into in a little bit on the lending side yeah, but that is something you and I have done. That is a that is one of the options. And that's usually what happens when it's blatantly obvious that the appraiser missed something.
0: Yeah. But if it's not and it is a strong appraisal, it's, it's just hard one to of those fight things. it. And plus, yeah. you know, you are asking a human to say, "Oh yeah, to you, admit, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right." Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to have something very compelling. It has to be compelling and it has to be uh, disarming. Yeah, right. Where they're like, "Dude, like, I don't know how I missed that."
1: Yeah, or like, actually, that's a good point. I just didn't realize that because I
0: couldn't tell this from this picture, or you know what? Not. Disarm it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That totally makes sense. So that's kind of that's kind of the. Uh, I, I guess I just kind of explained both the buyer and seller part. Yeah. If, if you're the buyer, you just either have to come up with the cash or get the other guy to drop the price. Yeah. Um,
1: On the lending side, we we kind of approach it. I mean, basically the same way. I just get to be the guy you know, when when whether you have you're representing the buyer or you're representing the seller, the lender's the one that's gonna call you and say, hey, the appraisal came in at X and you're not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when uh it's my appraisal or you know we're the lender, mm-hmm. that's the first thing I do is I'll call and I'll first of all I'll look at the comps. I want to make sure that there's not and and this has actually happened. Uh remember that disarming position? Yeah. Guy was knocking out five different appraisal reports and he just had a fat finger and hit the wrong key. And so when it all balanced out, it was off, you know, $5,000 and went in and went, whoa, I just hit the wrong button and Mm. give me 10 minutes and I'll upload the actual new report. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: And so, so in other words, you don't typically deliver the bad news until you've put eyes on it. I look at it. Yep. yep, I look at it.
1: And then, uh, (laughs) it's really funny because of all of the, it's uh, again, not getting that many low appraisals, but when it does happen or if it's big. Like I don't like seeing big.
0: Yeah, thirty-five
1: grand. Thirty-five thousand dollars, but I see them right, yeah. <laughs> and it seems like in my recent memory, every single time that has happened, it's like it's not met with resistance. It's like, eh, figured. <laughs> so, so that these are, is these
0: are higher. Uh, like, some
1: sometimes not, but that's this. These are the examples of the seller saying, "Hey, let's push it," and the buyer saying, "Yeah, I'll pay it." Yeah, but let's see what the appraisal does.
0: Yeah, so right? and there there's dude, no basis. There's a lot of agents in Arizona and um in the country. Well, I think yeah, but more he- I mean dude, there's like I think last year I saw there was like 79,000 licensed agents. Crazy, right? So a lot of these are part-timers or whatever, but um there's a lot. Yeah. And there's a saying in this business, do you want to list your house or do you want to sell your house? And I say that because most agents never get the opportunity to list or maybe once a year or yeah. whatever. So they'll take any yes, listing. Boss. They'll take any listing and they'll be like, I think this house is worth $350. And they'll be like, I think it's worth $400. And they're like, okay, we'll list well, it let's for $400. let us just 400. try for 425 and see what happens. Yeah. They'll, they'll say yes to anything. Yeah. And uh, I'm not that guy. Like I'll literally stand up and re- put my hand out and say, hey, you know, shake their hand. Say, I'm, yep. not, I'm, not the your, I'm not your guy. Uh, if you want to list your house, call someone else. If you want to sell it, call me. I just showed you what it's worth, yeah, and you're not even remotely in the ballpark here. And I spend too much time and money selling houses, yeah. To there's no way you don't need the practice, and you don't need the I don't expense. need practice, yeah, yeah. So those are probably those agents where they're like, dude, they just it's their first listing in the in the last year. And they and they they knew it was overpriced and it came in low. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, OK. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth a shot. It was we were just seeing what, what would yeah, happen.
1: Totally. And that's where I'm saying I get my tail between my legs because I'm like the guy that's got to deliver this really bad news. And, and it's the, really funny. The the further off it is, the less drama
0: it is. Oh, right. If it's like you know three I mean? grand, they like blow up.
1: Well, you know, sometimes I do, too, because mm-hmm. come on, three grand, mm-hmm. you know, maybe one percent or maybe, you know, and, and, a a and I know why you're
0: saying that. The, I think Shane's philosophy is because an appraisal is an opinion. It is an opinion. And it, Shane's philosophy is, pro, I'm probably, I'm speaking for you. Is probably like, look, you've got a willing seller and a willing buyer. Yeah. And you're going to bl- blow and, this deal up. Over- and these
1: days, you also have many willing buyers. Yes.
0: Oh, you, that. Dude, that's another thing is appraisals, appraisals don't really take this into consideration. Uh, I don't, I don't believe, but um, you sell the house. In Sometimes a, they don't take this into consideration what you're about to say because they don't know.
1: Maybe. This is where when when a, a pro agent puts together a packet.
0: Yeah, we I say this like, hey, we sold this within 24 hours with seven offers. I have people calling me every Five three of them days over asking price. Yeah, I have people call me every three days. Has it fallen apart? Is it falling yeah. apart? How's it look? And that, that and that is a testament of what the market is willing to 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 pay for a, a property. So an appraiser's job is to determine value. Yeah. Well, this place is obviously has a lot of value because yeah. of the amount of interest, amount of offers, amount of phone calls. It continues it, to get if three. If it brackets weeks out
1: in. with technicals
0: and we're three thousand
1: dollars off, yeah, lean lean towards. Appraisal. You can you can make that argument with a nice
0: with a nice comment. That's the way I feel. Now, again, yeah. I'm not an appraiser, and I don't know what kind of pressure they have or who's. We've got an appraiser that's actually going to be coming onto our to our that's podcast. So. We are good. I don't know if we're going to do an appraisal week, but. We are gonna do. I mean, if we'll Credit, if credit Week
1: has good ratings, credit we are probably week. gonna we're probably gonna be doing Appraisal Week.
0: I can't wait for and and to, just just might as well spill all the beans. We're also gonna have a insurance uh, owner of uh, uh, an American Family Insurance franchise owner. Yes, we're gonna have uh, Mr. Jared Gibbs and his wife Brandy, come in. Yep. And uh, they'll do an entire week about uh, homeowners insurance, renters insurance, all kinds of insurance. all kinds of different insurance stuff that could affect our uh, our friends on the podcast. So anyway, I think we've talked about what happens when an appraisal comes in low. Uh, oh, you know what? There is one thing I did want to cover um, because I, I think overall the process is kind of the same for most loan types, except yeah. for one of them. VA VA loans a little bit different. So um, tell tell us a little bit about that. I, so
1: with with uh, so we're talking about Tidewater, with right? all. Yes, we're talking about something called Tidewater, but uh, with all loan types, basically, when we receive the report, we see that it either hit the value we needed. It either worked or didn't. Or it didn't. And then we got to go find out why, and then we got to do kind of like work backwards, right? And and at that point,
0: we could uh, dispute or ask for reconsideration. That's the
1: reconsideration. So that's when we go, hey, guys, let's try to put together and see if we can make a good argument to get this thing uh, raised up. Yep where the va is different is they have they have an obligation if the appraiser doesn't feel that it's going to meet the value of this the sales price Pri- the value will meet the sales price prior to fire final determination prior to issuing it yeah they will issue what's called tidewater and that gives the lender and the agents it gives them two business days to to give them
0: the data tell me why this house is worth this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's not, and it could be that
1: there was a closing that happened yeah. that they didn't otherwise know about because maybe it was off, off MLS. You know, it could, sure. there could be some things. And before, you just don't know. before we go concrete and issue this appraisal, we're giving you the opportunity to just show us your approach.
0: Yeah. Which I, I like. And I don't like, I like that. They're, they're giving you a heads up. Like, Hey dude, I think, we're, we're having problems here. Give, the give, spirit of it is, is—is I know why you don't like it, because you don't know what they're looking at and what they're not looking you at. You don't know if they're $500 off or 5000 yeah. You just don't yeah. know. So that's, but
1: but at the end of the day, it is transparent in the sense of, just show me how, show us your approach. And
0: then once, once Cause the two days if your approach passes,
1: is, eh, we think it's 285 but we really wanted to see if we
0: could get 295 valid. That's not valid. That's not, a, that's not an approach. <laughs> so once the two days passes and then they make their final determination, it is literally final. You can't.
1: Yeah, it's unless there's something grossly Because uh, I mean, You already correct, had the opportunity to... That's just to hit it. I mean, there's you always have an opportunity on any appraisal if I there's some
0: you. gross negligence. You're, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Could, could you say, hey, I was on a cruise, I didn't get your email? No. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Well, now that is that, guys. So that's what happens when an appraisal comes in low. Thank you for listening to these real estate nuts, and we'll see you tomorrow. And that's solid gold. Yes. If you live in Arizona and you're looking to buy or sell or get a mortgage... Or refinance, we'd love to earn your business. Text loan to 602 975 2772 to reach Shane about buying or refinancing strategies. Text home to Jason at 602 975 2772 if you're looking to sell or buy in Arizona or if you need a referral for out of state from my expansive national. Network. Guys, thanks for listening. Catch these real estate nuts on the flip side.